0: Welcome to a very special episode of All Talk FC. We are doing a special Monday edition. We'll go through all of the weekend's actions, including the two big derbies. I'll tell you which one was better and which one was worse. Uh, we've got a game from Danny. Rooney has retired, so we'll lament on that. A little bit about Özil and all of our regular fun. Uh, let's go. <laughs> Moment, um, usually I'd say, Oh, um, if I scream at a goal or anything like that, sorry about that, but I doubt that'll be the case tonight.
1: What's your prediction for the game? Uh, a, a poor game has it kicked off yet?
0: Yeah, it's been where this so we're at. Uh, well, I'm on it. You're on
1: three.
2: It was at
0: eight, but my, my time on this is five <laughs> past.
2: Yeah, I mean, they've just added four minutes stoppage time. <laughs> so.
0: No, I'm, I'm at about 21 minutes, 21 and a half minutes. Um, so I would usually probably start saying. A good derby to talk about Would be the Northwest one But I think on this weekend The derby to watch Was the Midlands derbies By all accounts
1: Yeah The West yeah. Uh, I, I, was really, I, was, I was really teams. I was really thinking about Choosing them like, It was between them And Burnley In my uh, results league And Wolves have uh, been So crap recently They can't win a game Without Jimenez so I was like oh, I might And then I just I bowled it
0: Yeah Allardyce seems to be The right way to go In this instance
2: well, it's one game, one win. We'll see. And it was very dice like they were pressing high, they were all over the pitch, and they won three two. Yeah. So maybe yeah. the team just stopped listening to him.
1: It almost like it was out of
0: principle they did it. I, I, you know, I watched them. I watched, um, I watched uh, most of this game while I was doing some tidying, and I always like. Whenever I see a game like this, I do like thinking, all right, what are they going to talk about in matches today or Monday night football? How, what's the analysis here that they say in our Allardyce's stroke of genius or West Brom? Because for me, it's just one of those games. I, I don't know how best to describe it. It's just one of those games where 3-2 uh, a, a, with two teams that probably aren't playing the best football at the moment, um, the most exciting sort or of highest scoreline of the weekend. It's, I don't know what you... Not saying where they're the best um, analysers sort of the game. Probably Danny is. I'm sure you think about it yourself like that <laughs> but um yeah I don't know
2: it's just one And it's so good you don't need to watch it <laughs> he <not laughs> like
1: looks at the
0: stats what do you <laughs> the stats <laughs> say
1: you yeah, know well, the only reason why won that game was because of VAR Oh do you know
2: what that, that was my take from the game is I can see why football is losing fans. Yeah and um not COVID. Then. The the penalties are just like
1: they're a joke they're an absolute joke
2: uh it's it's getting to the point now where that i i do feel like um what was the penalty Boli a it Bowley gave Bowley Bowley, gave away Bowley sorry Bowley gave one um yeah and that was so soft it barely looked like it was in the area and it i was like in the area that's the problem it wasn't even in the area i, I, gave I feel like i feel like one simple way of, of like they should do on VAR is you're not allowed slow motion cuz like A lot of these soft penalties is because they're watching it in such slow motion, you lose the ability to see impact. Mm. So they watch it in slow motion. They're like, oh, look, there's a touch. There's a touch. It's a penalty. Like, he's touched him before he's touched the ball. 100% penalty. And you're like, well, if you watch it in normal time, that is a glance. Like, it's not enough. Like, especially...
0: Slow motion is quite funny because if you look at a player jumping on his own volition and landing one leg in slow motion, you, you look at it thinking, how's he not broken his leg? There's so much rippling and, you know, jiggling around and impact on your knee and, lo- and fine leg. You think, oh, my God, he's literally about to snap his leg in half. And that's basically a basic athletic move. So you can think about that when it comes to penalties and all these ridiculous decisions that they're, that they're making with it. this. So yeah.
2: And the thing is, I don't mind, but what happened in, uh, was it Michael Oliver? I don't know. I feel like it was Michael Oliver. Okay. Yeah. He went to give a free kick and then you see him actually change his mind and give a penalty. And I think he did it because he's like, oh, if I give a penalty, VAR will uh, will yeah. overrule me if I've got this totally wrong.
0: Yeah, it was Michael and, and,
2: um, Oliver. Yeah, because you see him, he's about to give the free kick. He thinks about it, then he gives the penalty, and it's like in that split second he's realised actually, if I give a penalty, I can be corrected in case I balls this up. Well, I think if, if I, I give think,
0: a, if you look at, it, you if I give a free
2: that, kick, it might not overrule it.
0: You notice that referees are that they, there's a, a great lag between the decisions that referees are making and actually blowing the whistle because you can see it with offsides and, I mean, that's probably part of the rule that they're doing, but especially with penalties and things like that, they wait and wait and it's almost like they're giving themselves time to think and thinking that, all right, let's at least call it a penalty because then we can rule it out, but then they're not ruling it out. Yeah. They're actually doubling down on it.
1: Offsides, yeah, man. and that's it, oh, a whole other problem. Though. That's, that's not even related. That's just
2: a whole other
1: rule change to speak
2: yeah, and I it, yeah, wondering. it's it's the refs doing their best to have some security, isn't it? It's like, oh, like I'll do this because I'll have security of a, of well, like VAR. But the, the problem it's, is it's the really
0: rules. But it's deferring, isn't it? It's like saying, yeah, I didn't make the <clears throat> decision. I gave it to VAR, and that's supposed to be the foolproof way. Whoever's looked what? at VAR is the issue. It's yeah. is probably why they were so but, hesitant at the beginning to go to the screen and had to be encouraged because I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want to look. It's like, oh no, no, I'm not doing it.
2: The um, man, yeah, like, well, go, go to the Man United in the Ripple game. But Why? It, it kind of made me think, what's the point of linesmen? Like, yeah, because all it is is like, oh, you're offside, we're just going to play on anyway. I think it's uh, when, then, when the referee, like,
0: is, when the when the main referee is too far away, you need to yell cunt at someone.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's but, um, yeah, I, did, I, I just look at him I'm like that language there, Chris, out of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, what, no? Out of nowhere, this yeah, okay. episode of the podcast has a little e on it. Yeah. It <laughs> no, like, no, no, it
0: no. I always swear during podcasts.
2: Yeah, but yeah. swearing
0: and then there's swearing.
2: Um, I don't know what that means. What you think? But, um, is the um, words worse than the F word. I don't know. Justin Thomas got. Uh, what F word are you talking about?
0: I don't know. You guys say the N word before we record every time after editing.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> luckily zoom pops up on my screen with a uh, you're about to be recorded <laughs> so uh,
1: <laughs> what happens if i press no when that pop up comes up what happens if we press no do we get kicked out of the meeting
0: oh, is that yeah, what I, hap- I don't so. know what happens when it says i've never clicked no before
1: next yeah, time it's, it's like on. oh your
2: your host is recording click here to continue
0: oh okay i don't know what happens maybe he's just
2: maybe you just exit it, i guess yeah. isn't it i mean yeah. i'd rather i'd rather
0: you do it than not do it we've we've tried two man pods and just doesn't work. It, it really I think but with three people just like VAR, um we could all hide behind each other about our lack of football knowledge, but there's <laughs> only one of us. I if I'm just with Mark or just with Danny, I I'm just too it's too vulnerable. um my Um we could talk about the Man United Derby then or the Man United Liverpool North West Derby. Um I don't well I'll start because I'm sure you two have. Quite a lot to say, but I I, I said it at the time to you guys. A bit, I thought it was a bit, bit of a sloppy game, bit boring for the neutrals. Um, And I do think that um, Man United settled for the draw. You probably will argue in a sec about that, but Klopp definitely agrees with me. At the end of it, Um, whether you're happy with the draw or not, um, I don't know. That'd be interesting. Actually, are you happy with the draw?
2: Uh, You can't not be like if any. I think. This one, um, of those ones.
0: sorry, Mark. It's one of those ones. Before the game, you'd be happy, but midway through, you, you,
1: you're disappointed. Yeah. Well, that is
0: exactly
2: right. It's one of those
0: it's a that, game like, of two
2: halves as well. but yeah. most uh, uh, like, I'd say a fair proportion of Man United fans uh, six weeks ago would have been like, we would be happy for top four, and in the last few weeks, because we got momentum, it's like all right, don't get ahead of yourselves now. Like, if we're still up there with Liverpool in in a month or two's time, I'll take that. So it's like a draw away at Anfield. It's like how quickly momentum makes you think, oh, man, we should be going there and we should be battering the the team that's been like the most consistent for two and a half, three years. And it's like, yeah, the real winner was Man City. But yeah, yeah, I I don't... um, To be honest, I think... If any team settled for the draw, I feel like it was Liverpool. Like I, I I think um like Man United, they were they were sensible, but you could see the intent, like you could see the 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 attacking substitutes, you could see the like they were like, Well, we we can win it. We created the best chances. Like I think Man United were lucky in the in the first half that every Liverpool chance fell to Firmino and I don't care how, how good at defending he is. He's, uh, he's useless. He's like... not great yet.
1: Uh,
0: Dan, do you agree that it was a sloppy game?
2: No, I, I really enjoyed it.
1: Actually, I really enjoyed the game. I know you said it's, maybe as a neutral you didn't like it. I really enjoyed it. I don't know why. There was something about it. it was Because it, it always felt like there was a goal coming. It always felt like something dramatic was going to happen. I know it didn't in the end but um, I agree with Mark. United had the best chances. They made the most attacking... Um, try, uh, Substitutions. They were the ones pushing. It was only in the first 20 minutes, United were completely outplayed. And that's purely because no one sat on Thiago. He was just given the freedom of the midfield and he's good enough to dominate when he is. When they changed him, put Pogba more central and put three, they shut him off completely. Uh, and then probably the last 10 minutes, every the whole game in between that, I think Man United dominated. And that's a classic where if, if I hadn't watched the game, I'd look at the stats and be like, "Oh well, Liverpool had 17 shots. Oh, they must have absolutely dominated that game. They must have destroyed United." But actually, when well, they only had three on target, um, but I, I don't think that's the case at all. They had 65% possession, Liverpool, but I don't think it was a 65% possession game. The well, first no. 20 minutes were the rest of it wasn't.
0: I think they, that that's why you think maybe then for me, I'm like um, Man United, happy with a draw because it, there was a bit of there was a a. A parking of the bus, as, you, as, as, as most people would put There's it. There was no parking of the bus, but what are you about? I think um, that, well, because all of the shots, all the shots, all the shots that Liverpool Such a hate on many. Like, have, oh, have, oh, oh, have
1: you watched Spurs recently? That's how you park the bus.
0: Uh, oh, they parked the minibus then, or they parked the the, the... the scooter. Yeah, the scooter. They didn't park anything. They, 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 they certainly set up, they 20 start, 20. hold on, then, Dan, they certainly set up in a way in which... They were just going to make sure that the box wasn't going to be able to be penetrated. And a lot of Liverpool shots were, were sort of hitting players in front of them outside of the box and stuff. So, yeah, they weren't a lot on target. They were just trying to pep you as much as possible. They had the majority of the the um, possession. But I, I'm not saying that necessarily because that's just the way Man United are set out to play. They're going to defend and they want to counter-attack, particularly against Liverpool. But... I don't know if the counter attack was necessarily there. That could be because a lot of the outlet passes were just um, going astray, and that's why I'm saying it's a bit sloppy. A lot of the balls that were over the top from Pogba and, and Bruno just wasn't hitting the target. Rashford making the runs, and they just
1: wasn't connecting with it. So, yeah, more sides Rashford in that game than he's ever had in any single game before.
0: Yeah, there was that too. I mean, again, and that's that. That for me is is being sloppy. That's. That's not doing things yeah. in the manner in which... It was sloppy
2: there. in terms of Bruno was awful. Like, he was he was, he worst, was by far that, the worst player. Is that the worst game he's
0: played since he's been
2: there? No, he played that bad against Man City yeah. uh, last week. So it's it's a bit worrying because it, is it, it's like, oh, they're, they're two bad games very close to each other. But they're also against two teams that are better than us. Yeah. Um but yeah, parking no, the buses. Sorry, sorry, Mark, isn't you,
0: bus. you'd you'd say that Liverpool, you'd openly admit, just Liverpool are better than you at this point.
2: Well, yeah, like yeah. The no, European I mean, and Premier League
0: champions. No, I've, oh. I've, I've, I would. I mean, no, I'm, I'm. It's just an interesting one. I think probably, I don't think it's as cut and dry as that. Personally, I think at this point in time, obviously they're the reigning champions and things. But I think Man United have probably shown themselves to be at least where Liverpool are now, probably in and around the same. That's why. The
2: draw that's the classic yeah. recency
0: hype. So the I'm just city. talking about right now. I'm just talking about right now because right now the best team that play the best team playing football are Man City. So Man City are better than you. I wouldn't say that this point in time, and that's probably because of a lot of the injuries they've had, not having Virgil van Dijk's massive. I mean, you're playing two centre mids in 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 uh, uh, as your centre backs. That really shouldn't be uh, one of the sta- the places where you're going to say, "Oh, Liverpool are better than you." At so I'm just talking about like right now. Over over the course of the season, we'll see at the end of it. But I think you should. I'm saying you should give Man United a little bit more credit. Man United are playing, you know, outside of a few blips here and there, playing about as strong as they have done in.
1: I give Oli the credit. I think um, after about 15 minutes, you could. I mean, everyone could see what was happening. Like they were getting dominated in midfield, which was weird because the week before, Southampton beat Liverpool by flooding the midfield. So you'd assume they'd go and do the same thing to beat them, but they didn't. Mm. They got dominated for the first 15, 20 minutes, but fair play to Ollie. he And he does that a lot, to be fair, in games. I, the one thing I really like about him is he's not afraid to change change up the formation and just change things. And he did 20 minutes in. He moved them around. And then again in the second half, he did again. He swapped Rashford onto the other side. And uh, he seems pretty open to swapping players and swapping positions mid-game, which I really like, because you have to.
2: Yeah, it's reflected of, of none of our players like to play on the right. Yeah. So, <laughs> so they need you've, got, you've got like uh, Rashford, Martial, Pogba, Bruno all like to come in off the left. And Green, you're like,
1: Greenwood plays off the right.
2: Yeah, he's just.
1: He's too up and the, down. The thing with,
2: yeah, the problem with Greenwood is like he's an absolute great finisher. He's got a shot, he's got huge flaws in his uh, link up play. But yeah, he's-, he's young, like, yeah. yeah, that's what I mean. But like, he came in, everyone was like, oh, he's the new
0: Dan James,
2: like, young James is great on the counter attack. Like, we saw it against like uh teams where there's a bit more open space. Um, but yeah, he's not, he's just not got that skill to, yeah. oh, to play intricate football. Can
0: I, can I go back to the um, the West Brom Wolves game and just ask, um, do you think Nuno's in trouble? Uh- not- no, not yet. not yet. I know my answer. Yeah. I just want to check what your answers
1: are. He's done too much for Wolves. I, don't, I think that would be incredible considering he's built the entire Portuguese B-League in that team. Like, it could be a shocker to get rid of him because they'd be stuck with... Like, If you look at how much money they spent on Fabio Silva, on Semedo, on other players, they've bought all the youth Portuguese players and they're not just going to get rid of Nuno, surely.
2: Yeah. Well, they were saying because obviously there's now a flight ban from Portugal to this country that... Uh, that's their transfer window closed. <laughs> so, uh, they uh, so they're not signing it's bizarre, it. <laughs> it's bizarre, but it's
1: true. The only surprise is Bruno Fernandez didn't go there. That would have been the whole Portuguese team. You just wait till Ronaldo goes there after Juventus.
0: You know, I think that having a Man Trio in your team is more of a hindrance than a help. I think he's fucking dreadful. He's terrible. He's absolutely terrible.
2: Yeah, I think I think it was. Well, we knew. Uh, Jimenez would be a miss, but how big a miss is just like huge ridiculous. Because even like Traore, he would look amazing. But I guess he could just chip a ball into the back post. You know, Jimenez is to make something of it. Yeah. I think
0: maybe he doesn't trust silver because he's overplaying everything. Every single thing he's doing is just overplaying. He's
2: seventeen years old. Silver. No, no, yeah, not silver.
0: Traore. Looks... No, not silver. No, Traore. He doesn't trust silver.
2: Yeah. But yeah. silver does look a bit rubbish, don't he? Well, uh, yeah,
1: I don't know. I don't played, know. I mean, before they it. bought him, he played like six professional games of football for for Porto before they bought him. Like, I mean, it's not like a, it's not like a seventeen or eighteen year old who'd had a few seasons. Like, he literally was brand new, and they went and spend that much money. They did not plan to play him a lot. They, the plan was to bet him yeah. in, and they're stuck. Yeah. I might him.
2: be. I might be judging him on how he looks, but he just do not look like a footballer, does he? <laughs> he just doesn't
0: look like a striker, maybe a midfielder, maybe a flair midfielder or something. He doesn't look like a striker.
1: So I don't know that Bruno Fernandes looks that much like a, a footballer with his, build, with his build. Oh, he does. He looks, he looks, you say that because you see him play football, but if you're just pulling someone out of a crowd and saying that build and that type of, I think, I don't think he looks, he's quite like slender. Um no I don't know, it's just he looks like, does uh Mahrez
0: look like a footballer? No. <laughs> what does a footballer look like? Um I don't know. that's a that's a good point. That's a good question. Wayne Rooney? Ronaldo? It's funny to say Wayne Rooney. Yeah. Um yeah, no, I don't know um what they look like. Um I just want to say last point, um Leeds are frauds, be are frauds, go back to the championship keep saying it week in week out it's just terrible they'll
2: go and win 5-0 next week
0: watch who hey, they play next week yeah. newcastle no they oh newcastle is that newcastle? you can't call
2: newcastle oh, Yeah. newcastle just up and down
0: well they're just down at the moment aren't they uh, i know i, I think yeah. i don't i don't know I, I saw um i saw this week that um i think you know there was she had said some things about newcastle I actually didn't realize it was that dark. Like, I'm with you, Mark. I'm like, I know it's they're Newcastle, so they're not. They There's always going to be this thing that they should be better and bigger than what they are because they've got a big fan base and a big club. But I think they're about where they need to be. I'm not.
1: Have I you seen their, you their record. So, since we're going to go back, we're going to do a classic here. But one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. So, they won, they won a game on the 12th of December. That was the last time they won a game. They lost one, two, three, four, five, six of those.
0: Oh, my God. You're saying this during the Arsenal game. You're absolutely cursing this. <laughs>
1: they lost to Sheffield United, for goodness sake. That's how bad they are.
2: They, got a draw. they got a draw with Liverpool, though. Uh, and they you did
1: like draws, they all 0 with Liverpool, yeah. You love Chelsea, um, yeah but they lost to Brentford in the EFL Cup. <laughs> yeah, but Dan,
0: they're, they're, they're eight points above relegation. They're Fifteenth in the league.
1: Yeah, but they won't, won't be eight points. won't be eight above relegation if they lose the next three or four again.
2: Which yeah, they, but you were telling us how, how good Fulham were, and they've at least they've won a game in that run of what you describe as Fulham's good run.
1: They haven't won. That's what I mean. They, Fulham have a better record right now than Newcastle.
2: You said you said last time. Newcastle won, won two was of won. the last
1: ten. Newcastle have lost six of their last ten.
2: Yeah, but they've if one, if one one, won. They've won one. Well, Fulham have won one as well. both won one.
0: Yeah, look, let's not spend an old pod trying to decide who's better, Fulham or Newcastle. Who's
1: worse? No, but the point is, one team is is slightly on the up and getting better results than they probably should, and one team is absolutely sliding.
0: See, I don't know if they're sliding, but, I mean, look, look, I, I, perception wise, I didn't realize it was as bad as it's been made out to be. I think that, you know, they'll they'll stay in the Premier League, mode, no doubt. And I, I don't know what more you want from a Newcastle at this point in time. Basically, that's basically where I stand. Um, uh, I don't. Any Newcastle, a, a Newcastle
1: fan finishing 17th can be pretty uh, unhappy, I think.
0: Yeah, well, they should, you know, beat their expectations. That's all. They're not Arsenal. They shouldn't be disappointed about being down there. They've been doing this for years. Yeah, so there you go. Um, There's nothing else really to talk about. Chelsea have just scraped, you know, uh, Leicester won. Uh,
2: Just how bad Timo Werner is.
0: It's a good win from Leicester as well, because Southampton... I think Arsenal against Southampton in in the Premier League next, away from home, which is always going to be tough for Arsenal, but that's a a scary game for Arsenal at this point, because... Southampton are a very organised side, so I don't know. Like looking at Man United as being <laughs> challengers for the Premier League, there's so many teams now, including Leicester being a challenger.
1: I don't know. It's good. Good results. Yeah, the problem with Southampton is the moment Vestergaard got injured and Ings got injured, they haven't looked the same. Yes. So they were absolutely flying. I was going to say to they
2: you. don't. They just don't have goals in them, do they?
1: Well, since Danny Ings got injured, they're screwed. Like, he's easily 20 goals a season, but you lose him and you're in trouble. Goals. But yeah, Vestergaard is the biggest loss for them, which is so weird to say, but he's had such an amazing season that actually losing him, they're, they're all over the place at the back. So I think Arsenal got lucky playing him next week. Oh, well, hopefully
0: that's the case, because we could either be two, two games from Newcastle or Southampton we can win, or two games we could very easily lose, so... It's just the way our Yeah. Going.
2: I just feel like with Southampton's forwards, you've got Walcott, Adams, and Long. And they're, they're the they're type of forwards where when you watch a 490 ninety minutes, you're like, oh they played well. Like they they got about, they they won a few headers, they they put the energy in. And then you're like, none of them have scored for for thirty games, they look good. Why <laughs> yeah. have I not put them in my side? And then you look at, at <laughs> yeah. you like,
0: they've scored twice this season. It's
1: been eighty-four years. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's yeah. It. yeah.
2: Four Like they're a good. If your back's against the wall, they're good strikers to 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 get about, like like wasps. But yeah, they just don't know. Danny
1: Ains is the real deal, there. Danny is is a proper striker. Oh, um,
0: I mean, yeah, real deal. What's that like? Is that? That's really well, as in, awesome. as in, if he has a full
1: season, he's getting you twenty goals in any team. Mm. You can stick him in Burnley. Well, actually, he was in Burnley, and he did he was, get twenty yeah. goals a season. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <I> just remembered. <laughs> uh, he will get twenty goals in any team if, you, if he plays the whole season. He, he just made a glass,
0: but like he is a, he's a brilliant striker.
1: Um, we're going to talk
0: about uh, Rooney in his retirement, but I'll start with Ozil first because I just wanted to check. I saw something on on Twitter from Sky Sports about his leaving and and the legacy he kind of left being sort of a mixed mixed bag. As non-Arsenal fans, do you think his leaving should be celebrated, should be jeered, or what what's your take overall?
2: Um well oh,
0: actually do you know I know what Marx would say he hates
2: him <laughs> I, well I the thing was is I always thought he was overrated. And for like a couple of seasons, Arsenal fans were like, he's the best midfielder in the world. And then it just, when it got toxic, it went real toxic. And he was the worst mid- midfielder in the world. So I always found myself being like, well, when he was good, I said he wasn't that good. And when he was bad, I didn't feel he was as bad. Like, it, I, yeah, he just kind of, he is what he is. He's, he says he's he'll never give you that much effort. He'll Look, when, when the team's ticking, he he adds like he's like the cherry on top. Like he he adds that bit of flair, but you can't rely on him to to make the team win a game, or you can't. He's just basically if you've got ten players who are playing well, he'll make them. He'll he'll add that little bit of sprinkles on them. Um,
0: Do you think he was given a hard time then? Do I
2: think he was given
0: a hard time at Arsenal? What it is at at Real Madrid or Arsenal?
1: Yeah, well, as in like the whole time, or just by leaving now? You mean? Was that a difficult question mark? Well, because it, it, like... yeah, is he treated fairly now? Yeah, because he's been sat doing absolutely nothing for years on end as your biggest earner, crossing your been given a hard time. Gosh. So yeah, he should. He should I... yeah, now. You should celebrate him going, but. Um, I don't know if he deserved such a hard time when he first started because he was good for Arsenal for a while. He was really good. Yeah. I think he was having a hard time when he first started.
0: though. Maybe, you know, no, no, he was No, no, he was... He was. He was always the he scapegoat.
2: He, he got the contract because he played well. But the... um, But long story short is, let's face it, if Ozil was earning 50 grand a week, would he have been treated the same by the managers in the last year Probably uh, two years. Probably not. not. So what, he what, he has been treated. Do
0: you think he he would be played or not been played? What do you mean?
2: Yeah, I think every manager's come in and been like, "There's 180 grand a week or whatever he's on."
1: 350
2: being being used up. I need to I need to I need to make this guy so miserable he wants to leave because we can't afford to sack him. Um, so I can use that money on someone else. So I think he's been kind of like forced out. By managers, and I think it's all to do with wage. So it's like,
0: well, so you think that he would have got played if he was fifty grand a, 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 a week or whatever it was? Because he wouldn't have me, been the scapegoat he, 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 he didn't. He didn't get played. I, I would have thought. I would have thought the exact opposite. He didn't get played because his performance and his attitude just isn't good enough. Surely, if you paid him more, you want to try and get your money's worth. So, if it was fifty grand a week, then they would just think, well, there's no point even playing him with the squad either way. He would have no, been no, in the same situation. I think it was just the outlook. Some the other...
2: opportunity cost. Yeah, <clears throat> they 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 were like, no one's going to sign him. He's on too much money. Yeah, we need to make his life so miserable mm-hmm. that that's he so leaves cold. on his own accord. That's
0: so cold.
2: And and and, and that's uh, so he's kind of been.
0: Escaping.
2: Did he help himself? No, but yeah, like Arteta come in and and Jundberg came in and they're like. Well, let's get rid of this guy because that's 180 grand. That's four right. youth players, is like
1: 250
2: a week. I don't even know. Probably, I think it what, is.
1: I think it's whatever the- it is,
2: it's it's ridiculously high. So they needed to get him off the books, and they couldn't afford to sack him. Or so one way of getting him was just to be like, well, like also when he sp- he spoke up a couple of years ago about like China, didn't he? And, yeah, yeah.
0: Well, that. Was, uh, I mean, then I obviously. I, I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily want to kind of focus on that as an aspect. So I know that's probably a part of it and all of it, but I think there was probably so much more, and that was just kind of like because of him and who he is as a player, do we want to still put up with some of this extra stuff as well? Because cause if a player's good enough, they you you know it's a result based business. You can basically do what you like. You can write your own ticket. But if you're not performing and your attitude's no one wants to work with you, then you don't get those luxuries. For me, as an Arsenal fan, I felt, I felt kind of like let down because I remember def- being, being a bit of a defender for him. For such a long time, I thought that Arsenal were so bad with their signings, the players that they were using to surround. So he's a world-class talent. Right? He's, he's, he's quality at what he does. But like you say, Mark, he's cherry on the top. So surround players around him that was going to have a positive attitude and could actually work for the team. And for the longest time, they didn't have that. Then they actually start bringing in players that were a bit more impactful and maybe wanted to play for the badge a bit more. And then he regressed or at least shown himself to still be kind of lazy. And that's when things started turning, when you started seeing a lack of effort. Um, And I know like for me as an Arsenal fan, I just felt let down by that because you think, well, for all this time, you still had people that were on your side, even though they weren't. and then you'd start doing this like, yeah. pretend thing afterwards, like you're for the club and tweeting out and, and paying for wage That for, felt very uh, you know, so uh, yeah, fake. Very, like, uh, it's so obvious. Sarcasm. Yeah. Uh, so- does t- that t- mean
2: Gunnarsaurus is now sacked again? Now that uh, Ozil's gone. <laughs> <laughs> he's yeah, lost don't his, don't his
0: job.
2: His tweet did say, as long as I'm an Arsenal player, I'll pay his wage. So he paid it for a couple of months. <laughs> <laughs>
1: What I no, find no. funny is that as always I always enjoyed Ezel's tweets after after
2: Arsenal games.
1: Because he was always smart enough just to put a little sake comment. Yeah. Yeah, so cheap.
2: That that was a recent that was very much a this season thing, wasn't it?
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like bigging up some of the players and being like, oh, you've done well and all this nonsense. But I mean, yeah, not great. Let's move on to someone a bit positive. Rooney's retired finally, although I would argue he's been semi retired for like a good few seasons. Um, and he's the full-time manager of Derby. Um, I'll just start off by saying, for me, um, he's the greatest English player of our generation, um, and we can argue that with probably a small handful of players. I think Ashley Cole is one, that, uh, a guy that we talk about a lot. But for me, he's talent-wise, um, he's about as gifted as anyone that I've seen put on an England top. Um, his attitude towards the game, I think, is pretty good. Maybe certain times outside of it, maybe put on a few pounds and, and had to play himself into a season. But you can't fault his effort, game in, game out, wanting to play every game. Um, obviously, his club records with Mad United is unbelievable. Um, probably didn't achieve as much as most England players haven't done since what the World Cup in '66. Doing their international duties but as an individual what was, is is he the highest scoring England striker? Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean you can't really argue with that. Um, probably given a hard time a lot of the time for England as well. The most scrutinised player outside of Beckham that I can remember.
1: He was always going to be we, we always said it when he was playing when he retires and we all look back we're going to realise just what great he was. And it was always the case. He was always going to be a better player when he retired than when he was playing. I don't know why he got so much stick. He got so much hate. He was unbelievable. I was always a big, yeah. big
0: Rooney fan. And, um, and like one of the things that are, we, like he, he, he sort of burst onto the scene against Arsenal. Obviously we all know that goal, which I always thought was a bit of a strange goal, to be honest with you. Um, yeah. at least, like, if. Cause he just fucking it, it made no sense. He just hit it as hard as he could, and it wobbled and then went in like dead center with a goal. So it was such an he hit odd, it as hard as he could. He literally placed it over uh, there in his head was, in the corner. I just found it okay. so bizarre. I mean, if he if he meant it, then well, he meant, of it, always, he meant it. But but it was. I just always okay. found it a bit of a weird goal like that. Could this have is what I mean.
2: Way.
1: People can't give Greening credit. Like, well, this just, is this. Is a di-
0: but this is this is w- what I was about to say before you rudely cut me off is that. For a lot of players, I think, especially young players, they would do something like that and they'd think they wouldn't be able to live up to it. But Rooney, again and again and again, was just some of the strikes that he's had across his career unbelievable stuff. I mean, you talk about the same between like a great goal scorer and a scorer of great goals. And I think he was a combination of both. Um, yeah. and just just yeah, just I mean, I, I, during next summer, I, d- I would love for us to do this thing I've thought about for a while, which I've stolen off another podcast about a podcast just featuring one player. Rooney would definitely be one of the people, but yeah, just a a, a great player. Um, hopefully, he's looked back on as as one of the greats for our country. But yeah, I don't know what as Man United. I think mentioned.
2: he will as time goes. Yeah, I think Rooney suffered Gerard a little bit, but he suffered with like. The fact that he aged in front of us. So, like, when you talk about Premier League greats, everyone talks about someone like a Thierry Henry. He, but he went to Barca as he started to age. So he went to Barca when he was on the decline, had a couple of seasons at Barca, and then went to America. Lampard seemed to get out at a good time. Well, he went to, to Chelsea, he
1: went, to <clears throat> he went to New York Red Bulls, and then City.
2: Yeah. And sometimes being like an English player in the English league, they they hold on to playing in the Premier League a couple of seasons longer than their their body really is up for. So they get tarnished because they're kind of like, well, the last few seasons he was basically a, more of a midfielder, and like because you gradually drop deeper, and like Gerard obviously was playing pretty much as a centre back at the end of his career, and it's like so with Rooney, I feel like there's a Sort of recency bias, as Danny says, towards like seeing him age. So I think the longer time goes on, and then the more you see the highlights. Because 07 to 2011, unbelievable. That really was world class. Like, yeah. well, Barcelona tried to, I mean,
1: everyone in the world wanted to sign him at that point. He was the best player, he was unbelievable.
2: Yeah. That, like, the biggest thing was it was always a shame he was always injured for England. Oh. Like every every major tournament, he was injured. It's yeah. just like, and and the problem was is he was so much better than everyone else that they just had to play him. And I fear like, I hope we don't see it this year, but like, the closest we have now is probably like Harry Kane. Like if Kane's injured, they'd still sh- shoehorn him in the team. And Rooney should be like shown as a player who, had, like he he was just forced into like. The starting lineup game one of every tournament knowing he wasn't fit and he'd take four or five games to to get into form but there's no like for me between 07 and and sort of 2010 he was up there there was one point where I had a, him and Ronaldo were like level in terms of abilities in in our team and then obviously Ronaldo just carried on going up but there's no no harm in really not being as good as one of the best to ever play the game, but yeah, he was legitimately world-class.
1: He's the only player ever to score 200-plus goals and get 100-plus assists in Premier League. The only player. That, that was what set him aside. He was, you said, Chris, he was a scorer of great goals and a great goal scorer. He was. But he was a maker of great goals as well. He, he sort of had phases of his career. There was a couple of years, whatever years it were, was, where he became a centre-forward, he learned what it meant to become a center forward. And where he'd spent a few years scoring wonder goals and making assists, he suddenly decided, I'm having 35 goals a season. And he just stuck himself in between the posts in the in the six-yard box and scored every chance that came. And he learned how to head of the board. He kind of went through phases, yeah. and that's why there will not be there's not many like him because he was able to do it all. Yeah,
2: I think yeah.
1: Like biggest... he always put the team 1st does isn't it? Oh, yeah, 100%. He was very
0: yeah. like, when he had to score, he scored. When he had to pass, he passed and just knew exactly what to do. I think his passing ability is probably one of the most, I'm glad you said that, Dan, one of the probably most underrated aspects of his game. Unbelievable. A lot of players don't I mean, because yeah. he, he was, he's just, I mean, he, he's just a gifted footballer. I think, I don't know, you know, you hear the rumours of him in training and being as a goalkeeper. If you had a team of 11 full of one single player, Rooney would probably be up there was probably one of the best teams in the world if there was eleven Roonies because yeah. if he wanted to do a job at right back or left back, if he wanted to shut he someone could. down, he could yeah, do yeah, that's agree. really, center, that's back. really true. center back, you might lose something in terms of size, but the guy was just he could do whatever he wanted to, and
1: he, he was aggressive enough in the tackle that you'd still back him to have a go at some center forward, like uh, up against Robber at center back, he'd probably still give him a, a good hacking. Yeah, he was no fall like he was no mug. He was an
0: absolute box. Yeah. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? And then yeah, I I. I always loved him, and I think that you know he he would you know he played a bit during the golden generation, and then afterwards when he was captain, probably was let down by a few other team members in his side. And now there seems to be a little bit of an upturn with the England side. It would just be nice if Rooney would have been a part of a team like this with a bit more a bit more talent. Yeah, uh, especially or if he was know. a little
2: bit older or younger. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I, I I think I look at our, I'm thinking around what 2010. If I look at our 2010 squad, what well, the
1: the um, World Cup thinking
2: about
1: with Capello? Ridiculous, yeah. How badly we did considering the squad. Attack. Ridiculous. Which was
2: the... I, I'm actually thinking the opposite. I'm thinking if I look at our, unfortunately for Rooney, he was at the back end of the golden generation. So like, maybe Lampard was still still top top form, but obviously Gerard won the Gerard of 05. Like, we didn't have the centre-backs we did in o
1: Wasn't Rio still playing in 2010?
2: I uh, don't know, but I'm looking. I've, I've actually got up our um, 2012 squad. Oh, 20- and, like, our centre-forwards were Wayne Rooney, Andy Carroll, Defoe and Welbeck. So,
1: I think how many of them um, You've gone a bit far, you're right. But I think 2010, backwards, I still think it was a, it was a really strong team. Just always yeah. Well,
2: 2008, we didn't uh, qualify, did we? Yeah.
1: yeah, I just always
0: remember, uh, it's it 2004 euros. And just uh, for me, I'm not sure if I've ever seen Rooney have a single sort of period in his time where I just thought, like, if he didn't get injured, um, definitely would have won the euros. 2004, correct?
1: Yeah, yeah, that well, one 2000, that, that 2010 team you had, um, David James, Emil.
2: Emil Heskey, yeah, the, the Peter team, Crouch, and Jermaine Defoe.
1: Yeah. But the team would have been Ashley Cole, John Terry, Carragher, or Ledley King, and then whoever else at right back, someone shit, I guess, Warnock or Glenn Johnson. And then you've got, yeah, Ledley King might play midfield. You've got Gerrard, you've got Lampard, you've got Joe Cole, uh, Michael Carrick. You've still got a, still a strong team. There's still some real strong players. Yeah. And then Rooney, Crouch, and yeah. his...
2: As well, Michael Carrick was criminally un, underplayed for England. Yeah, massive. Just, just never. Like, I don't even know how many England caps he's got, but it's not Gareth Barry always used to get getting
1: over it. That's the <laughs> problem.
0: Gareth Barry's uh, players like Scott Parker's, uh, Owen Hargreaves of the world.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I I don't think you can put Owen Hargreaves in that bucket. I would say Owen Hargreaves had a really good understood the
0: Owen Hargreaves thing, but there you go.
1: What do you mean? What have you not understood? I, How don't good
0: know he if, I don't know if he was that good. Maybe I missed it, but
1: he's good. Yeah, okay. Thirty-four caps for Michael Carrick. There
2: we go. He played twice in 2010. <laughs> what can you do?
1: What a waste! Yeah. What a waste! But yes, Rooney, uh,
0: enjoy your retirement. Um, I'm looking. I'm absolutely looking forward to seeing you as a manager. You, I, I see him as a gum chewing, overweight, just raging at the sideline, <laughs> water bottles flying everywhere. Oh, that, that fourth yeah. official, boy! You better watch out because your mum, your sister, they're all getting it.
2: Your nan,
0: your Yeah, might get it in another way, but <laughs> let's not talk about that.
2: But as a footballer, he was so intelligent. So oh, it will be interesting. Like, I I think he's like he yeah, may he look like that type cool. of manager, but
1: yeah, but yeah he
2: may look that type of but, man. but
0: Rooney Rooney, for me i mean look, I will never know what he was like in discussion and in training and stuff like that, but you know, I always seen him as more of an instinctual type person you know he he just reacted to what was there, and that's what that was part of his brilliance, so being able to to portray that to other teammates and maybe expecting the that sort of thing could be difficult but look i'm I'll reserve judgment. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing yeah. Hopefully he's great. I mean, I only hope it's, that he's
1: great at it. It's the communication you worry about. He's never the greatest talker. Like, he might have all the brilliance in his mind, but is he good enough to get that out? I don't you know. know You've
0: seen, you seen him on Gary Neville's um, football box.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I'm not saying he can't talk. He can speak. But, I mean, the ability to be able to actually impart that wisdom, that's going to be a real challenge, I think. Mm. See, oh, I
2: think, yeah, I think I I have more optimism for him than, say, like, I care about it. Gerard looks a good manager on the sideline. If anything, Gerard looks younger now than when he was playing. You
1: can't knock Gerard. His second season of management, knocking off Celtic like like he has been this year. You can't knock him. I, I actually
0: don't think you can tell. I honestly, I don't think you can tell this early for any young footballer turned manager. Who knows? It just how these things turn out is so bizarre.
1: Uh, for me, Gerard was born a manager. Like he, was, the way he played the game, his last five six years, where he played, how he played, how he ran that team.
2: He was basically the manager of the pitch. What, he was no, a ball manager. No, I see. No, that's no. what I. Uh,
1: goal. Oh,
0: thanks for letting me know that. That's annoying. Um, oh, over. We to, we see, oh, yeah, We seem to be in Arsenal's area, so that's not good. Right. Danny. Oh, no. Should we do Results League or just go to the game? Because I know we've got like another week. Depending yeah, yeah. Let's do Results League. Because oh, it'd
1: okay.
0: be on the weekend, wouldn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah. So we actually filled in two for this one because we had. um. Game week eighteen and game week nineteen. So I had um me and Danny had the same fixture, Sheffield United versus Newcastle. No. Yep.
1: Yeah. I've just realized we did this twice in a row. I picked one and you picked the other okay. twice in a row. And I got it wrong both times, I think.
0: Very good. So um and I got it right for uh who are we looking at? Yep. Yeah. Sheffield United to beat Newcastle at home, one nil. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm so distracted. Someone
2: else do this. Such bad goalkeeping from. from. Is oh, that Darlow in goal? What
0: a goal! What a goal! back. That's Look I knew, with his fresh new haircut. Love it. That's what he needed. That, is bar. it Darlow in goal? I can't yeah, tell. Done. But like,
2: it's like when someone's controlling the goalkeeper on FIFA and they press the wrong button because he's done like a weird dive. Like it's not. What is he doing?
0: Um, so yeah so uh, let's get back to this yeah Sheffield United versus Newcastle you went for Newcastle to beat Sheffield United 2-0 I went Sheffield United 1-0 it was 1-0 all three points to me no way points Danny uh, Mark went Man United to beat Burnley 3-1 they're not scoring three goals not right now but they did beat them 1-0 so that's good away from home Um, and then the last week's fixture me and Danny did West Ham Burnley I went for West Ham to beat Burnley 2-0 Danny went for Burnley to beat West Ham never uh, I needed to pick Burnley, in.
1: so I picked
0: them. And uh, Mark picked Chelsea to beat Fulham two 0 and that was one. Ah, you know
2: what? If For if Verna scored that one on one in stoppage time, yeah. Pulisic would have got an assist. I would have got my two nil. Bang on. It's just like what's
0: tough, man. That 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 one on one Werner man. Jesus Christ, that is that is a player that just isn't informed.
2: The yeah. problem is, it's like when he misses an open goal they're like oh he had to rush it he didn't have enough time then he misses a one-on-one they're like yeah too much time it's like <laughs> this guy here, <laughs> how much time does he need
0: <laughs> I love that isn't it it's just like whatever whatever one Yeah, yep too much time well, shut up stupid plums right so who's got a result that they want to give us Dan Mark Dan, anyone I'm just looking at
1: the fixtures a bit of a tough one this week Um,
2: well, so I, I've i got mine go on if then. you want Yes, please. So I'm gonna go for a 2 0 win for Fulham away at Brighton. Wow,
1: no way. They're back, oh, Fulham, hey. on the up.
2: They're back. No they way. haven't won a game for I don't know how long.
1: Right. Like, but they also haven't lost, so you know. <laughs> <you're gonna> <laughs> <just> <laughs> yeah, uh, okay. fair enough. Who are
0: you going for, Chris? Me. Um I'm gonna go for <laughs> I need to pick Liverpool to lose, and I'm going to go for this one. Uh, I reckon this is only based on if Spurs get an early goal, and then they'll just park the bus. So we'll just go for a Spurs. Um, we'll go for one nil versus
1: Liverpool. You're going for Liverpool to go four games without scoring a goal. That'd be huge.
0: Uh, oh, go on, then. Oh, yeah, why did you it. say that? that yeah, is. no, no, I'll keep it. I'll keep it. I'll keep it. <laughs> well, I'll keep it. Four games without scoring a goal. Yeah, they're they're terrible. I've already taken Salah out of my team. Um, the guy's just oh like, it's guaranteed
1: a hat-trick now
0: then 100% I've done Liverpool a favour so next pod I want I want all the thanks on Twitter from Liverpool fans because absolutely I mean I was going to take uh, Fernandes out for you guys just so Man United will improve but um, you told me not to so there you go.
1: I am really reticent to do this but I need to pick both of them so I might as well and I was calling it earlier I am going for an Arsenal win and I'm going to go for an Arsenal away. 2-1 away at Southampton Wow, wow
0: Well look, they're, they're, they're playing well now um, And they're winning this game And hopefully they'll win So will they win two Premier League games on the trot? Who knows?
1: 2-1 to Arsenal
0: Lovely, lovely uh, you, Danny, Who's writing it in? Huh? Who's writing it in? Uh, I thought you were writing it in I heard you typing I wasn't writing it
1: I wasn't typing at all oh. uh, Arsenal,
0: Southampton yeah. I'm not very good at typing, you see Yeah, so uh, that's good What did you pick, Chris? Sorry? I picked um, Spurs to beat Liverpool 1-0. And I don't special. even know
2: what I said. I did Fulham to beat Brighton. Was it 2-0 did I do, or 2-1? You said 2-0. Yeah. But you can change it. I too.
1: can't remember what you said. You
2: said 2-0. Yeah, I've done 2-0. So,
1: so the real, the score's on the doors. Mm. You guys are catching me, but I do have two games in hand because two of my games haven't happened yet, remember? So,
2: yeah, I mean... Yeah, but you're... you're Lead is just being eaten up. It
1: is. I've had like
0: four. I, mean, I was, I was, Mark, like you're, you're kind of plodding along. I was fucking trailing behind and I'm just romping up. Boom, boom, boom. You know what it is?
2: Last I've time had, I did a pod, you, last time you did a pod, you were ahead of me, Chris.
0: No, you weren't. I just got three. Listen points. back to like, the last How's part. that possible? I just got four points off the last two fixtures. How was I in front of you? That's impossible.
2: Last time I did a pod.
0: I, I just got three. I Mark, just got four points off the last just two got games. four
2: points. You both just got
1: four points off the last two games. So.
0: Yeah, so I weren't ahead of you. Anyway,
1: um, do you want to play a game?
0: Oh, I'd love it, love it, love it. Love games.
1: Uh, So this was inspired by Wayne Rooney in his game. Um, what it reminded me is that there are now so many ex-Man United players, or in fact, ex-Alex Ferguson managed players, um, that went on to become managers. I thought I'd test your knowledge of those managers and their clubs. So um, I'm going to name you a manager, someone who played for Alex Ferguson, went on to be a manager, uh, and you need to. Uh, I'm going to tell you how many clubs they managed, and then you need to either guess how many or pass it over to someone else.
2: So basically, the same game as last time, but yeah. but for managers, yeah. guess how many teams oh.
1: they've managed. No, so for example. Uh, actually I need to think about how which one of the easy ones here. Um, yeah, yeah. They're the hard, they're hard that oh fuck it, I'll just start with the list, whatever. Um so for example, who wants to go first? You'll get it straight away when we start playing. Uh, all right, I'll go go first, then. So Chris, the first one is Mark Hughes. He played for seven clubs. How many of those clubs? Oh, sorry, he managed seven football clubs. Um by the way, I'm including internationals in all of this with all oh, the things. Um how many do you think you can name that Mark Hughes managed? Um, I could probably name four of them. Mark, honest. can you name more than four?
2: Um, I can't remember if he managed them or not. Um, could I name five? Five. <sighs> I'm going to have to rush you here, Mark. Yeah. I'm going to go five. I'll go five. Yeah, I, can't, can. I can't do
0: that. Go
1: on. All
2: right. Go on then, Mark. I had, I had four. I had four. Five clubs that Mark Hughes has managed. Go on. So, Mark Hughes has managed QPR. Correct. Oh, he's wonderful. He's managed Fulham. Correct. He's managed Blackburn. Correct. Nice. He's managed... I don't know this one. I'm guessing Wales... Correct.
1: That, by the way, if you guess one wrong, you you no. like you don't get.
2: Exactly yeah, 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 yeah. I know, I know. and this is my guess. I I need those four, and I'm gonna guess the last one, and the last one because I really can't remember. If why have I got uh, Chelsea in my head, Chelsea? He
1: played for Chelsea. He did not manage Chelsea. Sure I can't believe Man you've done City, that. Stoke. You could have yeah. had Man City, oh, you Man City. Had Stoke. You could have had Southampton.
2: I think I was thinking of Man City when I was thinking Chelsea. I was like,
1: yeah, he, oh. he scored a lot of goals for Chelsea. He just was not managing. Oh, yeah. yeah. In Man- oh. Giving Chris the points. Right, Mark. Deem yourself. Danny, did he manage
0: the uh, Italian side
1: as well? No, Wales, Blackburn, Man City, Fulham, QPR, Stoke, and Southampton. God, he's just such a bad manager. Yeah.
2: Have you seen yeah, his Yeah, team? do you know I was like pre money. Um, yeah, Man City. I do not remember uh, Man
1: City or Stoke. Is this Stoke, Stoke? Oh. the one he was at longest? Uh, right. Uh, uh, Mark, you can redeem yourself. No, Steve Bruce. You, oh, Steve oh, okay, Bruce so. has managed ten clubs. How many can you name?
2: Uh, I'll give Chris a chance here. <laughs> I am gonna go. I'll give Chris a real chance. I'm gonna go four. Ooh,
1: ten clubs, Chris. <laughs> Are you gonna go more than four? I'm gonna go more
2: than four.
1: This
0: includes current clubs, right? Yep, uh, just clubs we've managed.
2: Why oh, is so you manage your two clubs? <laughs> you don't know <laughs>
0: clubs. Uh, I'll go for five. Mark, any advances on
1: five?
2: No, name them.
0: Ah, oh, he got me. <laughs> <laughs> <I love it. laughs> go on,
1: then, Chris. Oh no!
0: All right, um, I'm going to go for Newcastle. Correct. Um, I'm just.
1: Uh, I, I mean, if you're struggling at one, you're in trouble. I'm
0: done. I am done. I, I don't know what. It's just a blank. These things. Come Last on, good
1: Steve Bruce. What clubs he managed?
0: Um, he's he's managed. Um, yeah. Newcastle. The oh, thing is, I'm uh, there's only one team I can think of right now, and I'm going to kill myself. Oh, is, is West Brom?
2: Good goal, Saka.
1: West Brom. Uh, that is
2: incorrect. Oh, see, there you go. Ah. Oh. Um. So you, I was thinking.
1: That's a shocker.
2: Uh, Sunderland. Yeah, Sunderland. Yeah. Uh, was he at Wigan? Yep.
1: Yeah. Oh.
2: Wigan, Sunderland, Newcastle. Uh. Steve Bruce. Yeah, I
0: don't know why I just couldn't...
2: It's just like, yeah, it's I couldn't
1: everywhere. think of anything. He's been everywhere. He, he has been everywhere. So he started his career at Sheffield United, went on to Huddersfield Town, Crystal Palace, Birmingham City, Wigan Athletic, then Sunderland, then Then Hull City, Aston Villa, oh. Sheffield Wednesday, and Newcastle United. Oh, my God. I, I, so, I, I, I yeah, so
2: it, it, it was is. the... Um, the, the first few, he wasn't. He was at the lower end of the championship, I think, or league or yes. league one. Yeah, I was going to say I'd never get. But, that. Birmingham was the real Premier League team, I remember. That's,
1: yeah, I would never get that. That's the... Well, do you not remember? Wasn't he? Or was that Alex McLeish?
2: The Arsenal,
1: and, you know, the Arsenal final was that Alex McLeish. Or was that? That was McLeish.
2: I feel like that was McLeish. Yeah. That was McLeish, yeah. All right,
1: and um, I apologize was... to I've just done this in any order, but it doesn't matter. Um, so right, I've lost. Chris, one one. You're Chris, you're up. Um, the next one is. Brian Robson, how many clubs? Uh, he, he managed five clubs.
0: Uh, I'm you, how many three. can you name?
1: Yeah, I'll go for two.
2: Mark? Name them.
0: Uh, West Brom. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Northern
1: Ireland. Northern Ireland.
2: Brian Robson.
0: No, is it Wales?
1: <laughs> well, first of all, he was an <laughs> England legend, so. <laughs> yeah, but I thought he did one international team. No, that is incorrect. He didn't. Uh, oh, he, he did actually. You not know the international team was Islands. Oh, I knew it was an international side. Uh, he actually managed. Started with Middlesbrough, yeah. Middlesbrough, Radford, yeah. Bradford City, West Bromwich Albion, Sheffield United, and Thailand.
0: Yeah. See,
2: Mark, that's a know, tough one.
1: Did you
2: know I'll, anything outside of West Brom, Mark? I knew Middlesbrough. That's yeah. That was it. I was like, I'm not even a hundred percent sure
1: one. <laughs> your, yours is um, and I'm including because I have to because otherwise it's a stupid list I'm including as assistant manager here because otherwise it's not enough um I'm looking for Alex Ferguson players Roy Keane he's been either a manager or assistant manager for five clubs how many can you name uh
2: five.
0: Oh wow did you just a quiet... say the goal no, you're naming all five. Wow.
2: Did you just say five? Yeah, he just said
0: five. No.
2: You just said five, Mark. Go on, go then. Go ahead. I was asking if it was five. Um,
0: I don't know. That,
2: uh, <laughs> I have to I take your you first answer. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry>. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, could I name all five? Um, Manager. Every, or... time I think of a, every time I think of a bloody team, I think of a... Like, um, this ain't a guess. But, no, I'm not even going to say it because after... Th- are you actually making me name five? No. no. no, no, no. How many do you want to name? Uh, I will go three.
0: Oh, go ahead, please.
2: Three. So I'm going to go with... Uh, he's, he was at, started at Sunderland.
1: Correct. I
2: remember him being manager of Nottingham Forest.
1: Yeah, he was assistant manager at Nottingham Forest, yeah.
2: Yeah, and he was also... Like that weird joint manager, assistant manager thing with O'Neill for Ireland. Correct, Republic of Ireland. Do you remember the other not,
0: one? I would have got those three as well. Um The other two, Um for some reason I've got, maybe it's just this black and white, I'm looking at Newcastle, was it West Brom
1: again? No. It was Ipswich Town after yeah. Sunderland. Oh,
2: yeah. Ipswich, yes.
1: And he was assistant at Aston Villa.
2: I, uh, yeah. I don't remember the Aston Villa. Yeah, Is yeah. that undermining yeah, yeah, yeah. again? Yeah. 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 Uh, right. Uh, next did, up, um, who,
0: he, was, he was having some real issues with a player at Aston Villa, right? Who was it? What's the score? Uh, Mark's winning two-one, I think.
2: Three-one, I thought.
1: So that's three, isn't it? Yeah, three-one. Yeah. And um, right, the last two are really difficult. Chris, you're up. <sighs> Paul Ince, six clubs. Which clubs did he manage? How many
0: can you name? Um, I'm going to go for... Um, he's managed six clubs, you say?
2: Yeah. Six? Name them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um,
0: right. Oh, I
2: do God. like this game. I like this format of game. It's good, isn't it?
0: Yeah. Uh, it's so rough. Um I think it should be like if the other person doesn't get it, the other one just like names another club that wasn't said or something. Um, Come on, Chris.
1: I'm going to go two. Two clubs that Paul Ince has managed. What do you reckon, Mark? Can you name three? Uh, So
2: I can. One is one, I'm not 100% on two of them, one I'm not so sure. I'm going to go. Yeah, Gamble. I'll name three.
1: Three one up, Gamble. He's yeah, going go for then.
0: it. go on in. Yeah. I only had the one club in my That's head, three. but I just thought I'd bluff a little bit.
2: Who was that? I <laughs> can <laughs> tell you. <laughs> it's you got it anyway, it's the most obvious Come one up. of the yeah. three. Well, there's two obvious ones. One was MK Dons. Correct. And then one was Blackburn. Correct. I didn't even think that was the obvious
1: one. I
0: actually didn't. Yeah.
2: Oh, is there an obvious one then? Because um, I think of Paul Ince, and I think like he was the young manager at MK Don's that everyone said was going to be great. Yeah. And that's how he got the Blackburn job and done all four. And went back. And then I remember that the gamble was QPR. So I'm going go to go QPR.
1: Incorrect. No. Incorrect. Oh so God. he started at Macclesfield Town, where they all start. And then he went to Milton Keynes Don's Went to Blackburn, went back to MK Dons, then to Notts County, and then of course to Blackpool, where Son plays Neptune.
2: So MK Dons was two answers, and then so yeah.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah, (laughs) you're right. I just realized (laughs) I put
2: them on their side.
1: Yeah, that's not count. count That's nice. I got So 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 you lied. That wasn't
0: sick. was, was, uh, Was Blackpool your obvious one?
1: Yeah, I thought Blackpool was the I mean, obvious yeah, one his, his son is at Blackpool. Yeah. Um, right. one went
0: black. Burn. I was like, oh, no, he's got it. Um,
1: one point in it. It's 3-2 to Mark. This is it, Chris. All
2: right, Wait, right.
1: who's going? Mark no, Mark, starts, it's your going. Starts, yeah. uh, the final one that I could find that, that played for Alex Ferguson that was a manager, Gordon Strachan. <laughs> he managed five clubs. Who did he? How many can you name?
2: Gordon Strachan. I'm going to give... Uh, I'm going to give Chris a real chance here. And I'm going to say two. Oh, that's good. It's a good guess. It, it leaves the game open for... A t-
1: can, can you think of three clubs Gordon Strachan has played for, Chris? Can I think of three? Play. Can you think of uh, one? Managed.
2: <laughs> managed.
1: I mean, sorry that he's managed. Yeah, I can
0: think of one. Um, and then the other ones. Um, I, I'm just letting up my hand here, I guess. Uh, go on in, Mark. I can't think of three. You know that, so go for it.
2: Go, on, Mark. Oh, I don't even know if I can.
0: You got a to name too. Um,
2: so Gordon Straker. I feel like that's your tactic.
0: I give Chris a. Was Bilschel
2: manager. So yeah, well, he was manager of Scotland. Correct. But, oh, he's still one. Right. Yeah, Um because he was calling them all short. Um, yeah, I'm going to get killed here for forgetting which of the Glasgow teams he managed, and I'm going to go with Celtic. That's correct. Oh, I'm yes. Yes. oh, oh man, he's
1: <laughs> taking it. He it was Celtic. Celtic. Oh, Any others? Fuck. You think of
2: um, uh, Was he at he, uh, Middlesbrough? He was at Middlesbrough. Did he manage Black Middlesbrough
1: No, he was. He started at Coventry City, then Southampton, Celtic, Borough, and Scotland.
2: Oh. Yeah. did he
0: manage in the Premier League. Did you say it was?
2: So, I remember Southampton. I remember him being there. Was that Southampton? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh,
1: so good. Uh, congratulations, Mark! You won four two.
2: Did, oh. did okay. he bring through Peter Crouch?
1: Uh, 2006, yeah, five, maybe, maybe. Yeah, no, didn't have a red nap up oh. through pretty Crouch. Don't know, can't remember. Anyway, Here we are. what a good game!
2: Lovely. Um, I, I do like that format because it's like I thought I had to name Thank three to know. be honest. I was panicking, I was like, well, I've got I knew he managed either Celtic or Rangers, I couldn't remember which one. You've got middle oh. you you've got
0: it in the end. It's, it's a brutal one where it doesn't get where the other one doesn't have to answer it if it's just a point for getting it wrong it's um it's a tough one but it's a good yeah. game good game, game. yeah I, do like um, it. It, I, don't, I think that's it isn't it if yeah three back four right uh yeah. yeah fantasy's still
1: going on isn't it so we don't know who's doing this up yet
0: uh I think Mark's the one that's in uh largely in charge at the moment with that There, he's got quite a few players but yeah there's a double game week and uh most likely it'll be Mark um
1: I can't
0: find Um so yeah, right, while you look for that, I'll quickly go just to get it out of the way. Um, in my front three this week is um, the end to child obesity. We know it's been an issue in this country for such a long time and the government have come up with a great strategy to end that and that is to give children a, a banana for lunch, breakfast and dinner as part of their new lunch scheme, which Marcus Rashford has pushed for. So um now, jokes aside, obviously, it's the school meals that that the government tried to impart this week by, I think they gave it to Chartwell, some food company, and they gave some pitiful um, set of lunch yeah. meats and sandwiches and pasta and stuff like that. But I think people just need to look at the positive and say, well, our kids are a bit too big, apparently, and it needs to be addressed. This is probably the best way to do it. Force them into it <laughs> while taking £350 yeah. million pounds of taxpayers' money. So there you go
2: foolproof plan like. was, um, yeah I don't know if you like, saw the the photos in fairness there was what I could see like was not, there was like handfuls to like tens of uh, people saying how bad it was but considering how many school kids there are part of me wonders if it's just that unfortunate few percent whatever because yeah. it was meant to be f- 30 quids worth of food yeah and um don't, don't know what happened i, I did I think, see a picture I think it's of quite
0: large a pepper
2: yeah. was cut in half <laughs> and, and cling filmed and you're like what you can't even give them a whole pepper like
0: uh, the 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 company that w- did it have apologized and they're gonna try and redeem themselves a bit one thing i didn't know about it actually it was up to it was up to the schools to decide whether they still wanted to give food vouchers or give the lunch packs and 70 percent of schools chose um the lunch packs instead of vouchers. So it's a it's a bit of an interesting one. There, um, they probably didn't realise. Yeah, be but... That shit. But what can you do? There's a, I think there's a lot of finger-pointing that can go on here. But the main thing is, is yeah, is, this, they probably need to do a little bit better. It's not great. Not great. Did any of here. you see
2: old Matt Hancock on Good Morning Britain uh, well, when he was asked? Yeah, tough, one, tough did, one. Did he regret voting against it? I just say. That's just slimy yeah. arsehole
0: isn't he? Yeah, he's a, he's a real slimy piece of shit, isn't he? Fucking dickhead. But um, there you go. Um, In my back four this week is um, uh, difficult passwords. Um, I've been an advocate of using the same simple passwords. Please don't um, hack me for a number of years. And this is a good reason why, because we've got a gentleman who, um, a programmer, has two guesses left on his password to claim £170 million worth of Bitcoin in his wallet.
1: Um, <laughs> is there no forgot password button?
0: Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Probably not on this wallet. It's probably a bit. Um, I don't. Know, I don't know what it is. It's probably much more difficult than what you do on your PayPal account. That's for sure. But um, he had. He 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 got given some Bitcoin. It's a programmer um, who lives in San Francisco, and uh, a number of years ago, he was given some Bitcoin as a gift, um, which was put in his wallet, and he kind of just left it and forgot about it, and then he just randomly had a look the other day. Um, and it had risen up to uh, $240 million but he couldn't remember the password to this wallet that he set up Uh, he tried 8 times um, tried various different ways, going for walks going for hypnotism, certain things like that to try and help him remember Um, and last we heard he was left with 2 guesses left to open it and he's been given loads of suggestions and stuff like that, I mean yeah there must be a way to get to it that's a bit easier than just guessing and it'd be lost forever but um, just stick with the same password, just like me for everything. It just, uh, it's just, it's just the easy way. Uh, I don't, but this is so dumb. I think, I think that instead of, you know, like there's a lot of, um, like at work for instance, where they tell you to change your password every six weeks or something. It's so dumb. Because that forces people to just use the same one and just, just change one or two digits.
1: You're not allowed to change it to the same. My one doesn't let me. If I've used it before, I can't use it again. Yeah. Well, I used to have one. Nothing,
2: to- nothing's more annoying. Like, I can't remember my password, reset password. Your password can't be the same as your last <laughs> password. <You're laughs> like, come on.
0: Like. Yeah, <laughs> so- exactly, exactly. I think they should just make you have one really super difficult one that you could remember, like a, a 20-digit super complicated one, and use that for work and just leave it at that. But do you want know, to you know something
1: funny? I realised yes, a couple of weeks ago because I went on my um, Coinbase app and I realised I, I had a load of Bitcoin last year and uh, what did I do? I took it out and put it in football index. Oops.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fine investment, then. Fine investment. That's yeah. why, again, you are sitting with boxes around you. Exactly. Yeah. There we go. So that's street. my free back four. Quick one. Just get it in, get it out. Just like my sex life. Uh, Did find you find yours, Danny? Um, I I didn't, but I just made
1: one up because uh, I read it the other day, and I think it's a good such story. A,
0: yeah, such a liar! Always doing this. You got both
1: though. No, I've only got one. Very good. You go on. You go, you go then. Um, because I meant to talk about this on the on the first pod back, but um, my in my front three this week are uh, Schalke, the German football team, uh, because they um, congratulations to them. They managed to avoid the longest winless run in German league football history. So um, I don't know if you know this, but um, Schalke went the entire 2020 without winning a game of football. Wow. Uh, they went 29 games in a row without winning. And the record was 31. Uh, the record of 31 losses in a season in one year was set by a team that aren't even a professional football team, but they were given one year hiatus to play in the German league in like the 60s. And they lost every single game. Anyway, Schalke made it to 30 and went and absolutely smashed the team 4-0 in the 31st game. Uh, so congratulations to Schalke. They did not, unfortunately, get the longest winless run, but they have avoided it ever, forever going down in history. But just to put that in context, Schalke are the third biggest supported club in Germany. That is like the equivalent of one of the big, well, like an Arsenal, which is basically almost half. Going an entire season, bottom of the league because. Not winning a single game uh, Can you imagine? Shocker
0: should Take a tip from Fulham
1: Yeah, well exactly uh, So, uh, Schalke were in my top four for um, Winning 4-0 on the 31st Game
2: when they could have taken the lead Good for them That was it VAR oh. controversy here In the Arsenal I, game oh, is was it not
0: ahead given? of me here, you're killing me Is it not given? Uh,
2: uh, I think they're still reviewing it, aren't
0: they? Yeah. Um, go on, Mark. Finish us off.
2: All right. So, in my... I do you know have I've, I've realised... Uh, I can. I have to word this as a front three because I think they're both back fours. <laughs> in my front three on, this week workplace. is... That's, uh, that's what I did with the yeah. lunches. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, in, in my... Uh, front free this week is child obesity so uh <laughs> i don't know if any of you have seen but a batch of ice cream tested positive for covid this oh. week <laughs> so
0: said, uh, they've got the new strain it's a tub of ben and <laughs>
2: so there's there's a number of questions i have here um so yeah flavor. so this tub of tub of ice cream i don't know they've because i think they put a stock image on the um on the thing because it's this ice cream's on a c- cone with uh, a strawberry sauce so I doubt that was the one that got tested but um one who is testing ice cream and they swabbing it and, uh, like um yeah it's just so it's the first time that coronavirus has been found in food so yes, yeah, yeah it's, so it's, don't it's, eat your ice cream that's
0: where was this other what so it was
2: on a cone like it was no they they uh a batch of ice cream that went. Uh, it shows how food goes around the world. Oh, but it was a batch of ice cream that started in the, New Zealand, passed through Ukraine, and then uh, ended up going to China, where it was found to have coronavirus. Where, where did so, you hear about
0: this? I really, um, th- there's a part of me that really doesn't want this to be widespread because then now there's going to be more hysteria over things that you buy at the shops, and that's going to. just yeah.
2: So this was you know, on Sky oh, Sky right, News.
0: Made me sad all of a sudden.
2: Yeah, so there's more uh, more reason to panic. <laughs> yeah,
1: thanks for that, Mark. Cheers, Mark. That was your front three uh, I dread <laughs> to think what we your back for. I, I,
2: I have <laughs> a quick. <fear laughs> <of my face. laughs>
0: and our back four is the sweet release of death.
2: <laughs> yeah. My back four this week is WhatsApp. So I know we we organise this pod via WhatsApp, but are we all going to be moving soon to a? Uh, a new platform. Elon Musk has uh,
1: yeah, said. Have you, have you signal. It? Have you downloaded Signal? No. I downloaded it, and then I couldn't get on it because when you when you, you download it, set it up, it gives you sixty seconds to enter the code, but it takes longer than sixty seconds for them to send you the code. So every single time, I couldn't do it in time. I was like, "This is ridiculous." So I gave up after about a third time.
0: Yeah, look, wow. I think Elon Musk has been proven to be a fraud. So um, there's no surprises. So, his thing's not working.
2: Well, this was him saying, you signal, because WhatsApp have done a uh, take it or leave it update to their um, terms and conditions. So,
0: which we all read.
2: Luckily, it, does, it doesn't affect us here in the UK. But WhatsApp around the world has said to people, you need to accept our new conditions by, well, now they've made it May or you have to remove the app and that condition is that they're going to share all your data and your chats with their parent company facebook that can't be so what true. i have to it's say ca- about this
1: it's not your chat history they can't share it, it's your it's, it's your personal data but it's not your chat history that is that automatically gets deleted encrypted
2: look what, what let, is, let's put it this way anyone who believes they aren't already doing this well true is yeah. a fool yeah. And so. and the fact that you don't think it's chat, Danny, I you I asked you on WhatsApp, um, did you still have your yeah. Brightling? And and an hour later I saw a Brightling advert. And I that's the I started, I wouldn't even googled it, I wouldn't have done anything. So you, you yeah. don't believe they're looking at your chat no, on course, WhatsApp? Of course they are.
1: Do you know that happened to um me and my sister? We were trying it out and we were like, it was um because it like, oh, it's winter. What what word would we never Talk about or like search for recently, so right. we start talking about flip flops. We're like, right, we, there's no way we'd be talking about flip flops this time of year. Started literally within an hour, flip flop advert came up on Instagram. Yeah. I, I, you
0: know, I, do, it. I actually don't even think it's words because I sent a picture to Sarah once, and all I started seeing was butt plugs. And <laughs> <laughs> now that happened,
2: just started <laughs> seeing little finger adverts <laughs> everywhere. Well, I saw were these little worms.
0: <laughs> no, didn't
1: quite get it. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll all be accepting the terms and conditions, of course we will. Well like you said, in the UK they, they theoretically can't,
2: but of course they do. Also,
1: don't go telling the world we've got a brightly watch.
2: Jesus, Mark. <laughs> I've seen oh, you your did. Brightling watch. It's you not did. worth it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't, don't worry guys, it's not worth you it. You can yeah. have it if you like. Dan you did
0: and then you invested in football index. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, (laughs) there you are right lovely Um, Arsenal were winning 3-1 3-0 that ball was definitely not out um, so that's good for us right so we shall see you you're not moving next week are you Dan no
1: no not a few more weeks
0: we've got the FA Cup next week so I don't know really yeah next Saturday ah what I know I know it's bollocks innit we're not interested
2: at least at least there's a Man United Liverpool game
0: (laughs) yeah what is it the women's mark
2: no, that's the FA Cup. No, right? In the oh, FA Cup fourth yeah. round we're for, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, FA Cup next Saturday. So and when... as
2: we know, that that's the best game of the season. So,
1: so when's the next, um, next Premier League? Midweek. Hold 26, on. 26. There's a Premier League game on. I'm confused. So, there's the. Oh, the Villa Newcastle game. Yeah. So, the one that got postponed. Yeah. The... So, I've still got my results leaked for that one. Yeah. And uh, that's on the same day as the FA Cup. Yeah, yeah.
0: Thanks for catching up then. Nice.
1: There you go. Sure. Another... Well, I did that now.
0: Uh, Conor McGregor's fighting next Saturday, so that's the main thing for the weekend. I don't know if we could do a put about that. But uh, yeah, lovely. Uh this was good. Thanks for doing it on a Monday. All right. Uh, can I have a good I had a big nap this this afternoon, so I might make it up till eleven tonight. Right.
1: Did you watch the NFL, Chris? Uh, I did, yeah, yeah, yeah. You see the see the Tampa result? Unbelievable. Yeah.
0: Uh, I I thought it was In the middle here. Shall we say goodbye to the pod? Then we can talk about
1: that. (laughs) Bye, pod. Yeah. Bye, see you later. Bye. Bye,